can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? (laughs) Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, and everything in between. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy! Hello everyone, you are listening to Those Are The Girls With Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory and today we have another solo episode. Vic is um, busy, she is on vacation, well deserved, and um, Melanie is at a Students For Life event, which I really wish I was able to go to. Unfortunately, I couldn't, but that's where everyone is. So it's just a solo Mal again. Yay. I'll try not to talk for hours and hours like I normally do. Um, okay. So, um, did I say I am changing culture and bringing back traditional values? I hope I did because that's the purpose of this podcast to change culture and bring back traditional values. We're changing culture one episode, one post one magazine our magazine's coming out soon at a time um so i guess i'll just get into it um first thing i wanted to say students for life is having a collective this past weekend and if you listen and you're not involved with students for life i highly recommend they do so much for the pro-life movement they are active they are and they're empowering like my journey is as an activist is where it is today because of students for life um they give you a lot of different opportunities there's a lot of um there's a lot of resources if you want to just even if you don't want to be an activist but if you just want to learn more and be educated to have really good discussions um they are like they're the place to be they're who you should be getting connected with um so next year, hopefully, everyone listening will be able to attend the collective and learn and grow and be able to speak um, articulately about the preborn and be able to stand up when things happen in your school, when things happen at work, when things happen in your community. You're able to um, stand up and proudly say that you're pro-life and be able to um have good discussions because I think that's one of the biggest things um is having good fruitful discussions when it comes to these things um there's lots of people who talk about this topic and they a aren't doing it in good faith and b they just don't really know what they're talking about on both on both sides because i know at the very beginning i was just kind of repeating talking points that i knew um and it wasn't until i did my own research and i was able to um yeah do my own research that's when i was able to actually be able to make articulate discussions and you know share the truth i guess lack of a better word the truth um okay so 
And that was just my side note on that. Um, let's get into it. So the first thing isn't an article. It's an event I went to on Saturday. I'm filming this on Sunday. Um, because Saturday morning, I went to an event with Devin Nunes. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't really know who he was. Um, like, I had heard the name before, but I was just kind of like, eh. But um, he's doing a freedom tour with some amazing people. Um, he's just, They're just going around discussing um, freedom, I guess, and a bunch of other stuff. So I just want to talk a little bit about that. And if the Devin Nunes Freedom Tour comes to your area, because they're touring the whole country, I believe, you should go. Um, it's a free event. You go, you sign up. And um, just because he is a high-profile person and he's had some terrible like death threats, all that other stuff, there is security. So they don't tell you the location, at least for us. They didn't tell us the location until like, the Friday night at five before, which was like, whoa, this is a big thing. So went to this event, um, heard from two prominent um, Republican representatives that are fighting for us in the House, um, Virginia Fox and Dan Bishop. Um, they spoke with uh, Devin and they just kind of talked about some of the things that were going on in the House, what they were doing, how we can fight back against... Um, we can fight back against all of these different things that the radical left is trying to do. Um, that's the first thing. And then um, he had the CEO of Rumble. Now, if you don't know what Rumble is, it is an alternative to YouTube. I had heard of it and I had kind of thought about doing some those are the girls stuff on there. But it just seemed to be too much of a hassle. It also seemed to be... Um, it didn't feel as easy as YouTube. And that's also because the reality is YouTube has Google money. When Google bought YouTube, that changed. And he talks about that. That changed the game completely. Um, but Rumble is like that. And I'm going to, we're going to start posting a Rumble. Um, just hearing him talk about the purpose of Rumble, um, how he like came up with, not came up with the idea, but pretty much came up with the idea. Just hearing him talk about it, like, it's sold. And he said it's for the little creator. And that's what we are right now. We're a little creator. And I just really want to... I I want to support it. I really liked what they do. Hopefully, we'll start doing lives from there and things like that. Um, and then they had... He had two people that worked with him. So, he actually was one of the guys that um, was helping like prove that the Russian conspiracy wasn't real and they talked uh he had two of those guys talk about that and talked about foreign relations and every time I hear people talk about like foreign relations in the CIA sometimes they get a little nostalgic um I used to want to be a foreign service officer and I used I did at one point wanted to go into the CIA as well and I used to be like oh every time I hear it I'm like oh I kind of miss it and then I don't know something I was always like mm, no um but yeah so um they talked about foreign relations and how oh, with our current president we just look very weak and talked about his whispering I don't know if you guys saw that video him whispering 19 million or something like that and it's like creepy um anyway <laughs> i talked about that um and then we watch the movie the plot against the president i'll be honest with you 
discouraging. Um, you know, it was sad. <laughs> For lack of a better word, it was pretty sad because like, you know, according to the movie, which I'm gonna have to do my own research, I try like, I enjoy those things, but I try not to like take that as like gospel truth. Um, according to that movie, it seems to you know, the American people have no one on our side, not even the FBI, the CIA. And that's scary. Um, you would think that they would, you know, be pro-American people, not pro-different political ideologies, but I don't know. So it was kind of discouraging, um, personally, I thought. But once again, I'm going to have to do my research on some of the things that I watched. Um, and then also, too, okay, this right here. The big picture thing sucks, but let me think about like where I am right now. What can I do in my county? What can I do in my state? How can I work to help my immediate need right now with my family? With my, well, with myself. I don't really have a family. I'm not married. Um, but what can I do? Um, so that's what I had to tell myself like to <laughs> be like, dang, this is, it's, Ooh, so that's why I, you know, people, no judgment to the Q followers, but I don't know how y'all can just sit there and partake that for hours and hours. That's just not, I wouldn't be able to do that. Um, okay, I think there's an ambulance in my neighborhood. Hope everybody's okay. Dear God, I pray for whoever is hurt that um, you will be with them. Um, but yeah, so that was very interesting thing yesterday. Um, got to see some people I hadn't seen in a while. Um, yeah, I highly recommend if you, I mean, it was very good informative information. Um, one of the things that I was like, okay, we've got to do something. So apparently Stacey Abrams has set up an office in Asheville, North Carolina, and, um, the, GOP chairperson for North Carolina said that North Carolina is going to be the eye of the tornado in 2022, which makes sense. I mean, we have a huge Senate race coming up um, and hopefully we'll be able to do an episode on like, what exactly is a senator? What does a senator do? And I have some ideas on like some of the other stuff going on with that. Um, but Hopefully we'll be able to do that. Same with House of Representatives. Um, District 12 is um, where Charlotte is. Well, some of Charlotte. I'm in District 9, the half of Charlotte I'm in. Or not even the half. I think it's like the one-eighth of Charlotte that I'm in is District 9. But District 12, they're um, looking for... Anyway, we'll get into all that. We'll talk about all of these things, hopefully, in the future. We'll do some Thursday episodes on it. Um, but yeah, like, this 2022... We really have to work hard. Blinders on. Um, 2020 was awful. We have to move forward. The only way we will be able to get back to where we were, the only way we'll be able to not even get back, the only way we'll be able to move forward and make the changes that need to be made in our culture, in our government, is if we look forward. We don't need to look back. I know there's this thing, I don't care about 2024 until we fix 2020. Well, you yourself are not going to fix 2020. I'm sorry. If you're listening to this podcast, no offense, you're not going, you're not going to be able to fix 2020. There's people higher up 
than us that have the ability that have the resources that are working on it they can do it you yourself let's focus on 2022 don't even focus on 2024 right now focus on 2022 um and to do that i'm gonna always preach join some sort of club your republican women's club your yr club um students for life they do activism too if pro-life is your number one issue you can do door knocking and things like that when the time comes um so you guys like yeah (laughs) um okay so that is that so let's get into the pop culture I think the rest of the stories are pop culture wise stories yeah (laughs) yeah it's all pop culture this week a lot's happened that's why I kind of wish I had someone to bounce ideas off of but that's okay um you guys know about hashtag free Britney we're hashtag free Britney over here um First, I want to talk about, like, the elephant in the room. I know that there had, obviously, we all know there was some stuff going on with her um, mental health. Whether that was caused by her paparazzi, her family, her Brit, like, all that other stuff is not relevant to the conversation right now. But we all know that there was something going on. She was not acting as a rational adult. We know that. Time has passed and she has definitely improved. And there are still a few, like, there are a few things that I guess I just don't have enough education on, but I just don't understand why they're in place. But the elephant in the room is, I know that someone posted on my Facebook the other day, well, it looks as if the conservatorship kind of helped her. She's doing better. We know blah, blah, blah. So is this really a bad thing? And I know my dad at the beginning was kind of like, we don't know what's going on in her life as a dad. I think he was taking it all personally. Like, oh, they're attacking. Anyway, and I was like, we don't know what's going on in her life. And because, you know, obviously as a rational 26 year old, I'm ranting about this even um, as if it affects me somehow. And um, I was like, well, you don't know what's going on. Um, like her dad could just really have her best interest. Uh she's looking he's looking out for her something like that and would be like no you don't understand um but realistically from my dad's perspective I get why he would assume that because as a dad I'm sure he would no doubt he'd do anyway um but yeah so um I think that's a valid point maybe it was needed before but also too maybe it wasn't with the right person and also too before I get into her specific situation that I wanted to discuss I think that this is really good information because she's a celebrity so it's bringing um light to all of like what's going on behind the scenes but think about it um what about the people who aren't celebrities that are going through something like this? I'm sure she's not the only, like, it's impossible for her to be the only person. And it's impossible for this just to be a celebrity problem. There are definitely people who are not as wealthy, who are not as, um, don't have as many resources, who don't have the fame that are going through something like this. So I just, I think it makes you think, I don't know what to do. You know me, you guys. I'm like, okay, who do we need to donate to? Um, but I, I don't know what the solution is. How do we help those people? Where do we meet these people? Because I doubt they're able to just go out and be like, hi, help me. Not like Brittany could because um, they don't have the same type of platform. So I think this is good to bring awareness to. And I think this is a good thing to um, just think about 
people in your life that are in situations like this. And I will say, I'm sure that conservatorship is probably needed for some people. Um, the aspect I'm talking about, I won't, I don't think I'll ever be able to get behind, but that we're going to discuss in Britney's, I don't think I'll ever be able to get behind, but I'm sure it's good and a positive for some people. I just um, don't think that this is what Britney needs um, anymore. I'm sure it was needed before, but I don't think it's needed anymore. Um, actually, I'm not sure. It, I'm sure it was needed before, maybe not the person who it was with. Um, but here's one aspect about um, Britney Spears, Britney Spears's conservatorship that I really want to talk about, and I wanted to um, just talk about how inappropriate and dangerous it is. Is the um, IUD situation? So this article is from Students for Life, and uh, obviously we'll do the whole um, our weekly TCAP um, sheet, so you can look at all the article links and everything that we used. Um, so here we go. Singer Britney Spears is making major headlines this week as she makes a well-publicized plea to end her conservatorship, which is the appointment of a guardian or a protector by a judge to manage the financial affairs and or daily life of another person due to old age or physical or mental limitations. Many of us remember Spears' famous outbursts in, 20, in her 20s, including shaving her hair and attacking the paparazzi with umbrella fame has a way of doing that to people but after receiving help britney now 39 appears to be in a much better place and wants to end her conservatorship which is largely controlled by her father under the conservatorship spares seems to have little control over her own finances or other life decisions which inevitably include a prohibition against her boyfriend sam asargi from driving her in his car Yet one of the most shocking revelations Spears has voiced in courts is the conservatorship's ability to force her to be on contraception. Quote, I would like to get married and have a baby, end quote, Spears says, explaining that she wanted to have her IUD removed so she can start trying to get pregnant. Quote, but this so-called team won't let me go to the doctor and take it out because they don't want me to have children, end quote. Okay, when I first heard that, like, almost like oh that's so crazy that's crazy absolutely crazy that she would have to have an IUD I mean if she is going through a mental health crisis I understand wanting to hold off on having more children putting an IUD in someone is not okay that's not how you can hold off, especially if they don't want it, especially if they don't want it. Um, and, you know, we are anti-birth control over here on this podcast. Um, everybody on our team is anti-birth control for various reasons. And I know that that's very controversial. Not everybody that's pro-life is that. I think because I wasn't anti-birth control at the beginning of my pro-life journey, but that was just from not being educated. So we're definitely going to do some episodes on that. Do not worry. I know I keep saying that, but we are. Just hold on. We are going to do some episodes on it. Um, but I just want to read to you in this article, they also talk about some of the common risk of IUDs. And they include cramping, fainting, ovarian cysts. I've never had one, but I have a friend who gets them. And they're awful. Absolutely awful. A regular menstruation, that's, can, uh, that is a sign of, um, so 
we talked about this before. It is your sick your sixth vital sign as a woman, menstruation, regular menstruation is a sixth vital sign. Um, and infection, and infection can lead to death. Anyway, less common, but still possible, a risk included in ectopic pregnancy and performication, as well as a possible risk of cancer due to prolonged artificial hormone exposure. Some of these risks are life-threatening or can have long-term effects on fertility. And what's sad is that she has no control and she doesn't want that anymore. And she, like, that's just awful. That's awful. I just can't think of, I mean, you know, if she's going through a mental health crisis, I understand right now probably right then is not the time to have a baby but i mean try to stop her from having sex i don't know but like putting something that's going to affect your body hormonal body that way in your body and not allowing her to take that out it's just feels inhumane inhumane so also too um this is also in the article iud's can cause abortions an abortion is the unnatural end of a preborn's life, which differs from a miscarriage, which is a natural demise. The according to AP, AAPLOG, they published this section I'm about to read. The IOD has been well documented to act after fertilization, causing embryo death, attempts to minimize the significance of the major mechanisms of action have forced on renaming the early embryo by calling it a fertilized egg and by claiming that the death of human embryos before implantation is not abortion. Regardless of terminology, the IUDs clearly can cause the death of embryos both before and after implantation, and this is likely the major mechanism of action. So if you believe life begins at conception not at implantation, IUDs can cause an abortion. Um, and we know that life begins at conception. It's not a matter... I, I hate that I keep saying if you believe um, because it's not a... Well, if you believe... No, the truth... The truth is the truth. And that's something that I have always tried to hold on to. And, and I think, especially as I'm older, I'm just... Like, that's why I don't understand certain aspects of certain people and... You know, sometimes I wonder, am I just like odd? But like, I fully, if something's right, it's right. If something's the truth, it's the truth. It, so there's no like, maybe, pos- no, if it's right, it's right. If it's the truth, it's the truth. Um, so yeah, so that is awful. She has an IUD. She could have had multiple abortions. Cause I mean, she's had the IUD in since her twenties and she's 39. Yikes. Um, and it just hurts her body. Oh, man. That's just, I hope even feminists are outraged over this. I mean, I think this is something that's bringing everybody together. I know people who are opposite sides of the spectrum that are posting free Britney. So, also, too, you guys, let's keep her in our prayers. Um, I don't know how to fix everything. Um, I can't pretend to know, but... We just, hopefully, 
God's will will be done. Let's just put it that way. Let's just keep God's will to be done. Even if she needs to stay on a conservatorship, maybe have someone else. The father seems to be the problem. From what I have seen and read and heard, it seems to be the father. So maybe someone else, if she needs to stay on one, and make and hopefully get the IUD out. Um, for real. But anyway, so the donation of the month <laughs> is for Women of Mountain City. We spoke with Olivia Stelter, the founder of Women of Mountain City, and we want to give back to them specifically. We want to give back period prog... I keep saying that period program. Period products such as tampons and pads. So you can head over to our site or click the link. Um, and this is the last Saturday. Yes, because this upcoming Saturday is July. This is our last Saturday for this organization. So let's just give, 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 give. Um, Five dollars here, ten dollars there truly does make a difference. Um, Okay, so we have one more pop, two more pop culture stories really quick. I feel bad. I'm like ranting. Well, I don't really feel bad. I like ranting, but you know, I, it's almost been 30 minutes of me just talking, whatever. I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you like it. The last solo episode did really, really good. It's not in our top like five or anything, but it's a lot more than some of the other episodes. So I guess you guys like me just talking. So, okay. Next story. Nick Cannon is expecting his seventh child. Okay. This is like his seventh child by like the fifth mom. Um, okay, Nick Cannon is expecting his seventh child, a baby boy with Alyssa Scott. Don't know who that is. The All That alum is already the father of twins, Moroccan and Monroe, 12 with Mariah Carey, as well as a son, five, and daughter, son, five, golden, daughter, that's five, powerful. Five months, I'm sorry. A daughter that's five months, and her name is Powerful, with Brittany Bell. I don't know who that is either. He and DJ Abby De La Rosa welcome twins Zion and Zillion on June 14th. Okay, so if I'm going to believe... Okay, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, so... If Oh, so it's one, two, wait, one, two, three, four, it's five women. Okay, wait, <laughs> Alyssa Scott, Mariah Carey, um, Brittany Bell, Abby De La Rosa. Okay, so it's four women and seven babies. Okay, so... Let's back up. He's pregnant now with someone. Well, he's not pregnant. She's pregnant. He just had twins earlier this month. And then five months ago, he had a baby. I'm sorry. That's so strange. That is not okay. I don't know how girls... I mean, I guess they do it for the money. Because he seems to be, quote unquote, active. As in, like, he shows up at all their stuff. He seems like he provides for them financially so I, I guess if you don't have a good understanding of like the nuclear family you would just be like oh at least he's involved at least he gives me money but yikes could not be me um that is so crazy and two sets of twins so um <clears throat> he clearly has the gene <laughs> clearly I just I don't 
oh my gosh, that I, and then like, so all of these kids are siblings and they're barely going to know each other. That's just like, what? Oh my gosh. I just, and this is, I mean, I can rant on this and maybe we'll talk about this next week too. Um, This is just an example of like a, like ruleless society this makes no sense to have all of these kids from different women like that's just not ah like what um and then these women like if you take it like mentally is that mental mentally like how do you sit there and and then how, like, do they know about each other? Is there some sort of understanding? Because I'd be furious if my boyfriend had a baby five months ago. I'd be furious. Because I would think that, or, you know, my I just had a baby and then like, oh yeah, this other girl's pregnant with my kid. Too. Like, how does this work? Ugh, could not be me. Okay, last story is about Victoria's Secret models. <laughs> I know that in some of the Facebook groups I'm in, everybody's talked about it and discussed it. Um, so for those of you that don't know, they are ditching the angels. That's what this article titled. So the secret is out. Victoria has a new, a bold new look. Outgo with, outgo the supermodel angels. That's a weird way to word that. And in comes the BS Collective, a group of women recognized for their accomplishments and opinions. The hope is they will help Victoria's Secrets reconnect with female shoppers who've grown tired of the brand's narrow standards of, of beauty. It's a brave move, but will it sell bras? With America's biggest lingerie retailer preparing for life as Victoria's Secret & Co., a standalone company spun off from parent L Brands Inc., that is a $5 billion question. The most high-profile member of the Seven Strong Collective is the professional soccer player Megan Rapinoe. Alongside her are plus-size model uh, Paloma Elser and transgender model and actress Valentina Sampino, both of whom have worked with the brand. There's also actress Prajanka Chopra Jonas, 17-year-old world champion skier Elaine Gu, and the model of former child refugee Adit Akchik. The group will take part in a podcast hosted by the oldest member, 49-year-old Amanda Del Carday, as well as advise the company and feature in its advertising. So, okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with having women that also have some accomplishments aside from their looks. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with like highlighting them or anything like that. I will say Victoria's Secret is a fashion and like fashion. I don't care what anybody says. Fashion is objective. Like there's people want to see the things that look good. And I'm not saying these women aren't beautiful because I think Prajanka Miss Jonas, Mrs. Jonas is beautiful. I'm not saying these women aren't beautiful. I'm just saying that, like, that that's why they had those women before. Because objectively, they were beautiful women. Um, and I also think it's interesting they have, like, plus-size people because um, <laughs> women? I mean, Victoria's Secret doesn't carry plus-size bras. I've never worn a bra from Victoria's Secret before. When I was so TMI, but I like needed a bra in the fourth grade. I did not want to wear a bra. Let me tell you, that is not something I wanted to have. Like, 
I was fighting it. I did not want to grow up. So, I, but it had gotten to a point where it was like, no, girl, you need a bra. So this was in the fourth grade. So obviously my mom's not taking me to Victoria's Secret. And obviously my boobs grew. So by the time I was able, like, it was appropriate for me to go to Victoria's Secret and stop getting kitty bras, my boobs were too big. So they didn't even carry those sizes. So I just think that's funny. Are they going to start carrying those sizes now? Or, and I had said this in a group, like, one of the things that motivates me is, because honestly, like, it would, if I was shopping, especially in college, when I would shop with my friends, they go to Victoria's Secret. I'm not going to be like, guys, I can't go. So I'll just kind of go and stand in the corner, which is awkward and, like, uncomfortable. But, like, that is a motivation to, you know, one of the motivations to work out. Like, there's not a lot of cute stuff for girls my size. So if I am not my size, then I can maybe get some more cute stuff, you know. So (laughs) I just, yeah. And, I mean, I don't think there's wrong. I don't think... It says, a group of women recognized for their accomplishments and their opinions. I don't think that's wrong at all. I just think that it also feels very, like, pandery. Um, And I think that's probably the majority of people's biggest problem with it. It just feels very pandery. Um, So, yeah. So, what do you guys think? Like, do you think it's a good idea? Do you think it's dumb? Uh, we'll dis- <laughs> we'll discuss. Okay, so our last thing is our women's and their W spotlight is brought to you by Culture of Flash 1972. Use our code those other girls 1972 and get 10% off your purchase. 100% of the proceeds, 100% goes to pro life causes. Okay, so this is from the Future Female website as well. I'll link it. Uh, Congresswoman Marionette Miller-Meeks supports a bipartisan bill to reform military justice system. Marionette Miller-Meeks of Iowa introduced a bipartisan legislation along with her House colleagues called the the Vanessa Gillian Military Justice Improvement and Increasing Protection Act in an effort to reform the justice system in the military. Miller Meeks, a 24-year Army veteran, noted about the bill, I am proud to join as such a large bipartisan group of members to introduce the Vanessa Gillian Military Justice Improvement and Increasing Prevention Act to reform our military justice system for the better. The system has been broken for too long, and the time to act is now. I would love to do an episode on that. I don't know too much about that situation. I just know that it's really sad, and I hate what happened to her um i do i had an ex his mother was in the military and he told me there's just some crazy things adding women to what happened when women joined um and i mean you know not feminist i always have to preference that because i don't want anybody to get confused i am not a feminist (laughs) i'm not on your team i just want you to know that um but not a feminist but i will say there are I mean, we can admit women were just now allowed in certain spaces. There's going to be some things that are not done and dealt with properly. That's just life. Um, So I think that's what's happened in the military. One of the reasons why your girl will always support the troops, but will not be a troop. Um, But yeah, so this is good. This is really good. And I love that. Uh, it's bipartisan. I think we just need some more bipartisan stuff. We don't change our values. We don't change our morals. Um, we stand firm in what we we believe in. 
And we stick with that. And if we stick with that, we can get some bipartisan things through. I think this is great. This is absolutely awesome. So you guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you have not already, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, hopefully we won't do too many more Solo Mal episodes. Um, I feel bad when I did Solo Mal episodes just because I'm like, I know you guys are like trying to, you want to hear more back and forth. But anyway, thank you so much for listening and sticking with us. Um, we have our 5K july 31st um to help safe house project it's on our website you should register um your purchase is going to go toward uh the money you donate goes to safe house project we'll be sending them giving them all the money that we earned from the 5k you don't have to do the 5k um in like in charlotte it'd be nice if you came but we could all do it together but you can do it at your home you can get a group together you guys do it together i'll discuss more on that probably the next episode next weekly recap um just to give you guys the full rundown of the idea and the plan and the goal and everything so yeah so um thanks everybody for your support i hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day bye Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram, at thoseothergirlspodcast, and on Twitter, at TOG underscore podcast. Those Other Girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.